The landscape of payments continues to evolve, making it more important than ever before for businesses to keep pace. However, Canadian business, both small and large, are still limited in the payment methods that are available to them to create easy, positive, and compelling customer payment experience. We must continue to innovate and modernize the payment system in order to help our businesses to grow, to keep their customers happy, and to keep pace with other countries around the world who have already made friction-free payments a priority. Hi, I'm Justin Farabee, Chief Operating Officer at Payments Canada, and I'll continue to be your guide on the PayPod podcast, a multi-episode series of everything to do with Canada's ambitious payments modernization mission with a special focus on the parts most relevant to the country's business community. On the last episode, we discussed modernization within the context of larger companies in Canada. Today, we look at the quiet, ambitious, and determined members of our business community in looking at smaller and medium-sized companies. We'll talk about some of the challenges that many have experienced with the lack of useful payment methods. Ultimately, today's businesses want more choice for their customers at point of sale and more options for their back office payments to suppliers and vendors that are, of course, safe and secure. Joining me now to dive deep into this is Dan Kelly, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, an advocacy group with 110,000 Canadian independent businesses. Excellent to be with you on the PayPod. Happy to be here. Your intro uh, captured it exactly right. There, there is interest, uh, and in fact, even excitement about the idea of some innovation coming to the payments industry in Canada. Uh, for a long time, the, came, the payments industry has been uh, largely protected and, and insulated and owned by a few players, uh, and Canadian small and medium-sized firms are interested in seeing a lot more diversification, a lot more players, uh, and a lot more uh, methods of making payments, facilitating payments. Uh, we've certainly got a long way to go, uh, and, and a lot of Canadian small firms are, are aware of some of the alternatives that their counterparts in other parts of the world have that, that just don't exist, it seems, in Canada. Also, in about 10 minutes, we'll be speaking with another featured guest on this episode. Sienna Dixon, the Chief Marketing Officer of Ollie Quinn, a value-priced eyewear retailer operating globally. Okay, let's get into it. As a recent survey commissioned by Payments Canada revealed, more than 80% of Canadian small businesses want more payment options and want the industry to keep evolving. In the context of small and medium-sized companies, and in your experience working with independent businesses, can you describe to us the challenges that many are experiencing currently when it comes to payments between both their customers and their suppliers? You know, there are a variety of challenges that uh, Canadian small and medium-sized firms are facing. Uh, the, the challenge, of course, is most obvious, uh, I think, uh, better studied among those that are making retail payments, payments to end consumers. Uh, the challenges there uh, include certainly cost. That certainly is the thing that we hear more than anything mm. else from small and medium-sized firms is the cost of making credit card payments in particular in Canada is sky high, uh, much higher than, than in other parts of the world. Um, on the debit card side, I think Canadians are in pretty good shape. We, uh, we are large users of, of, of debit cards, and the costs are fairly reasonable for that. So, so that, that is a good thing. Um, but I think where the real rub for a lot of small firms uh, comes when they're making business-to-business payments. Mm-hmm. That's an area that I think is very underserved in Canada. Yes, we do have electronic funds transfers and, uh, and some means to do that. Interact e-transfers are, are emerging as a more popular tool. What would be an example of a business-to-business payment that you're, you're talking about? Yeah, well, I was, I was just saying that, that electronic funds transfers are, are increasingly popular in Canada. We've certainly seen an uptick of that uh, from, uh, from a B2B uh, perspective. 
Uh, Interact e-transfer, interestingly enough, for very small businesses is becoming more uh, more popular. Uh, uh, one of the one of the uh, roadblocks that we've seen is uh, that uh, there still is a lot of money that goes. Uh, a business check is written out, put in an envelope, a stamp is put on it, and it's sent by Canada Post. And with all the technologies and all the innovations we've had uh, in, in Canada over the years, that still remains the preferred method of payment for Canadian small and medium-sized uh, businesses, especially when they're paying suppliers of services uh, larger amounts of money that is being transferred back and forth. And why do you think that is? Well, the, the number one reason Canadian small firms tell us that they prefer checks at the moment, uh, not that they're in love with checks, but they, they believe it's better than the current options that they have, is is the fact that that it is is it is certainly perceived as being lower cost uh, using uh, using credit card uh, credit cards as a method of payment is viewed as being far too uh, expensive. Of course, Canadian small business owners uh, love paying people with their credit cards for the same reason that Canadians love to pay with credit cards, and that is that they're as addicted to rewards points as anyone else. But to receive a payment, Canadian small firms absolutely hate uh, credit cards as a, as a method of payment. They want to see other forms of, of low-cost uh, low payments, and, and checks remain the best one for that. The other reason that I think gets forgotten in a lot of the discussions that have happened around payments is, is kind of the hidden reason why Canadian small firms like checks as a method of payment, and that is that there is some record-keeping automatically that comes with that. Uh, and that can be very helpful to you when you're facing an audit, uh, for example, from the Canada Revenue Agency. The fact that you've got a paper check, there's a, there's a paper trail uh, associated with that payment, an invoice is sent in the mail, and then a paper check sent back in return, that really does exempt you, help you, when you're finding uh, your, your expenses questioned by the Canada Revenue Agency. And a lot of the electronic uh, uh, methods of payment, I think, have 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 not necessarily gotten that right, or if they have, they're more targeted at the large firm level, not necessarily at the Where they have the a SME big system level. that matches that kind indeed, of stuff. Yeah. Indeed. So that, that has been one thing that I think uh, uh, is the reason why I'm, ex- I'm excited personally about having some new innovation in the payments industry. The B2B sector, I think, has been incredibly underserved mm-hmm. in, in Canada. And, and yes, hold times are an issue for, for those payments. But the record retention, record keeping requirements, I think, are some, sometimes a forgotten issue that affect the way that Canadian SMEs pay each other. Is there any component of cash flow management in that? I know that as a small business, you've got to really manage your cash when it's coming, when with bank holds and other things like that. Is there an element of that? Absolutely. So the, the hold times in Canada, while they have been made over my lifetime a little bit tighter, they still are significant and much longer than in, in, in other parts of the world. Uh, if you're running a small firm, you're typically running it fairly close to the line. So having a big invoice that's that's hung up for uh, uh, sorry a big uh, a big uh, payment that you're expecting hung up for an additional three or four days, gosh, that can that can really hurt when you have people uh, potentially even your employees counting on you to have the money available to pay them. Uh, so hold times are are definitely an issue for small and medium sized firms. I'll take you back to some of the uh, postal strikes, though, in Canada as, as a good example of why we need this kind of innovation. You know, many are, are absolutely surprised that CFIB, for example, is out there screaming and yelling during a postal strike uh, because many Canadians have, have said, well, wait a minute, you know, I don't depend on the mail so much anymore. Uh, 
but and so why are small businesses so concerned when when there's a disruption in postal services? The main reason we hear from members, yes, there are some that are shipping their products uh, uh, through Canada Post, and, and we do hear from them, but they have some other alternatives. The group that we hear from the first, uh, the first every time there's a postal disruption or a threat of a postal disruption, are small businesses who have money stuck in the mail. Mm. And, and, and in fact, during the last postal uh, work disruption, uh, Interact eTransfer actually saw a big increase in their usage among small and medium-sized firms because they kind of used it as an emergency way of, of paying a supplier uh, while money was, was essentially frozen or threatened to be, to be throw, frozen. So, uh, you know, that's a good example, I think, of, of why this innovation is so important. Yeah, and if you were to take out, because that's a very good example of the dependency on the, the legacy way we do this, on the postal service, if you were to take that out, is there any aspect of this that we, they just don't care? Small business people, it kind of works. It's not perfect, but it kind of works. It gets done. You guys are all talking about payments. I actually don't care. Just make sure, it cheaper. There, there are some. There are some that uh, that do say that. Uh, that we've certainly surveyed our members on that, uh, and and about a third of our members said that they just don't, really don't want to change. Uh, they're happy with the payment system that they have today. But that's a third of small and medium-sized firms. Two-thirds of Canadian SMEs say that they do want to see some form of innovation. and They're excited about that, according to our data. Uh, the obstacles, though, I think, to increased use of electronic payments methods has been cost. That's been the number one obstacle. And if we can, make sh- if we can ensure uh, that as we modernize uh, the payment system, make it faster and have more alternatives uh, in, in place, if we can ensure that the costs are kept reasonable for small and medium-sized firms, I think we're likely to have a lot more success. What worries me, though, is while we're building out the infrastructure here, if some of the same players that have perhaps uh, dominated the uh, the credit card payments industry in Canada end up being at the top of the food chain uh, in in some of these new techniques, gosh, we could we could end up just derailing the whole process because small firms won't use it. Uh, and they'll stick with their their tried and true and and at least perceived low cost methods of payment. Is there because we look at some of the the results from our research as well, and there's a lot of interest, particularly in in new uh, small businesses. And when we look at the the market, you see a number of new entrants like Square and Shopify and others who are coming in that are making payments more accessible. So where they wouldn't even have been accessible for a micro business or someone in the gig economy, they're now available. So there's innovation happening there where the payment's becoming quite seamless. Expensive still, but seamless when you look at the on, on scale. Are you including that constituent in your group, or is that, uh, is that sort of a, a new emerging area? Sure, but a lot of the innovations that we've seen to date have been basically add-ons to the existing infrastructure. So they're not necessarily, and, and so they may, they may have a, a new feature to it. Uh, they may make it a little bit easier for a small firm. But they're not necessarily the the big innovations that we're we're counting on uh, from payments modernization as as a whole. Uh, and in fact, with every new player, and you mentioned, for example, Square in the mix, or PayPal, or some of these other uh, players, they usually are cost plus. So they take they add to the costs of the existing system, making it even more expensive. And given that the number one obstacle for small firms to use uh, other forms of electronic payments is cost. I'm not sure necessarily sometimes if we're further ahead. That doesn't mean that small firms don't welcome some of those innovations and that they don't add other uh, value to to the process. Uh, But we're looking for the big, big innovations uh, that I think will be coming soon, not these, you know, sort of tiering and 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 changing the form factor or, or making it a little more bit more accessible to firms that are that are smaller or micro sized. 
What are some examples of the things you'd really like to see that you've seen in other places? The main thing that I guess uh, one of the biggest areas that I hear from businesses is related to making a payment with some form of invoice data coming along with it so that you would be able to track that for that very issue of records retention requirements uh, for CRA purposes, et cetera. Uh, that I think uh, it, it, giving more options for business to business payments that will help you in terms of tracking with the invoice data uh, and then the and then the payment data together. Uh, if we can get that right, I think that we'll have a much easier time of convincing more small and medium sized firms to to give up their checks and move to uh, these these new uh, these new factors. That that to me is one of the, uh, I guess, the biggest pieces that that we're excited to see. It's not a flashy, but a really big one. No, absolutely, and and actually, you know, it's 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 the it's the uh, the unsexy stuff that I think is probably where small and medium sized firms are are paying more attention. Yeah, we've all seen, you know, in restaurants that it's there's a coolness factor to using some uh, some new form of technology to to make a payment, um, and some firms love that too, as to give their their end consumers more uh, more options or something a little bit different than they're used to. But the the real the bread and butter, I think, of uh, what small businesses want is ensuring that at the B two B level that they've got some some new options, especially when they're moving large large dollar amounts. Um, and and for a small business, a large dollar amount might be an invoice of five thousand dollars. I, I just want to put that into context. Payments Canada is an infrastructure, so we're down kind of quite deep in the in the payment system. And what we're trying to do is create something that will. Uh, you said in, in your uh, in one of your questions that the debit was working fairly well, and that that's working because it's got a fixed price and all that. In contrast to to the credit cards, we're trying to build a real time rail that will be like debit but better. More at value added from information availability, lower cost, more ubiquity, easier to use. Innovation can happen on top of that, largely for this constituent of small business because they, they need it, they use it, and their livelihoods depends on that. So that's our goal. But to your point, we build the infrastructure. It goes through the middle commercial layer of people who serve businesses, and then it arrives at the small business. So there's always a chance that the, the crystal can deflect the light, and it will become something different on the other end. Hopefully, it will be a rainbow. Um, but that, that's our goal. No, and look, uh, what you, what you're describing sounds absolutely right, and and exactly what Canadian small and medium sized firms want from Payments Canada, Canada want from the payments industry. Uh, but as as we both acknowledged, uh, it's where does it go after that? That is the big concern for small firms. And I, I got to say, there is a healthy skepticism on the part of a lot of small firms because to to date, innovation has generally meant higher costs. It hasn't meant lower costs, and in most industries, innovation and competition usually drive down pricing and not drive and, and, and create more options. Not the reverse, uh, and and not the reverse. And and this industry has been a bit uh, a bit of an anomaly. It's it's kind of been the reverse of that. What I'm hoping is that what you're talking about leads to true competition and and innovation in the industry, the kind that will create a a whole bunch of new options that small firms haven't had access to before, that consumers haven't had access to before, um, and along with that uh, mean that there will be some some potential cost uh, reductions associated with that compared to some of the, the incumbents in the credit card industry or in the payments industry more broadly. So that's really where we hope this to be going. Uh, well, your, your continued diligence and vigilance in making sure that it does happen will be, will be great. And that's, we're, we're all trying to get to that end goal, so we'll have to, 
to keep our minds focused on that. For our listeners interested in learning more about some of the key findings in the Payments Pulse Small Business Edition, you can view the final report at slideshare.net slash paycanada. I'm Justin Farabee, your guide. With me is Dan Kelly from Canadian Federation of Independent Business. We've been exploring how the evolution of payments in Canada will impact small and medium-sized businesses, particularly as Dan discussed how business owners are truly invested in the continued evolution of the payments industry. As the Payments Pulse survey revealed, a staggering 81% are willing to integrate new technologies into their operations now if made available. Here to provide some additional context from the perspective of an independently owned business here in Canada is Sienna Dixon, the Chief Marketing Officer of Ollie Quinn. Welcome, Sienna. Thanks, Justin. Great to chat to you. Sienna, building on what Dan shared earlier, can you illustrate for us and provide some specific examples about some of the challenges your company faces day-to-day when it comes to payments? Absolutely. Um, Payment operations has definitely been a tough area for us, particularly as we've grown rapidly in Canada and globally over the past few years. We've gone from a true startup to a a small and medium-sized business, I suppose you'd call us now. Um, And I'd argue that receiving and delivering on time, low cost and traceable payments has and continues to be one of our company's biggest challenges. Uh, I mean that in and of themselves as issues, but also as it pertains to cash flow forecast. Um, During this time of of really any phase of growth, obviously anything that prevents or slows down the process of receiving money from our customers to our bank account is an issue. But I think the, the cash flow forecasting is particularly crucial as during this early growth phase when we need to showcase this operational solidarity, I guess I'll call it, to all of our stakeholders, including investors. Uh, so that, that's certainly been a learning curve. <laughs> um, from a more day-to-day standpoint, slow payment processing both ends, the sending and receiving has certainly caused a few hiccups along the way. We've missed operational deadlines, marketing deadlines, um, which certainly does upset our supplier and partner relationships. Um, a prime example of this would be the time it takes to clear international wire transfer. As it goes, but we're still operating in what I like to call a just-in-time inventory management style, aka we need product yesterday. Um, so trying to make those shipping deadlines before major consumer events like a Chinese New Year, for example, um, is definitely an issue for us, particularly as we prepare for quite widely communicated product launches. Um, so it's time that we can't afford to waste because of those discrepancies between international payment operations. That sounds like a lot to juggle for a small business that's going through growth. Have you seen this kind of thing before, Dan? Absolutely. The uh, The concern for those that have operations on uh, across borders is even greater uh, with respect to payments. So having systems that can talk to each other uh, between Canada and, and elsewhere in the world would certainly be a, a huge innovation. That's where I think small businesses would be quite willing to innovate and pay for the innovation uh, because there, the, there is a real dearth of, of, of good options for them at the moment. Uh, but just the day-to-day issues that a small firm has to deal with with respect to payment is significant. We can't also ignore the fact that every single day, small and medium-sized firms are having uh, players in the payments industry knocking on their doors, telling them about their their newest, uh, latest, uh, greatest innovation. Um, but uh, small firms are incredibly frustrated. And, and in fact, I would say don't trust many of those players just because uh, of what's happened over the the history of the credit card uh, rollout in Canada, uh, there's there there is still is the legacy of some 
uh, some bad players that have been allowed to operate in Canada without any kind of constraint. So, you know, when you look at uh, the complexity of your supply chain, you've got parts coming from around the world and they're going to different geographies, to different uh, boutiques or stores in, in different geographies, and that's a very complex uh, cash flow to manage. Is there, uh, and I, we understand the challenges with that, as slowing things down and and friction that exists and costs that exists and matching invoices and, and just making sure inventory is where it needs to be and all the different challenges you have. That obviously sounds very complex and if that could be fixed, that would be helpful or even modestly improved. What about your customer experience? What about the customer payment experience with point-of-sale terminals and how quickly and easy something is to pay for or not and the information and, and your relationship and their experience as they uh, buy from you, either online or in your stores? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as I said, kind of any delays be- between receiving and sending payments with our customers is absolutely crucial. Um, about 30% of our customers are millennial, so they do tend to have kind of um, a, a great eye for those creative, more innovative um, payment options. We want to be in a position to be able to accept all forms of payments. As it stands, um, most of our trans- transactions are fairly small in comparison to other businesses where our kind of average spend is just over $160. Um, so majority of our transactions are completed electronically in some form, which is wonderful, um, but we are still limited to debit or credit cards. Um, we'd love to be in a position to be able to accept, you know, whether it's cell phones or emerging area um, technologies like blockchain or biometric-based payments. Um, Part of that is is also to do with kind of our branding, which is obviously my area, <laughs> so um, uh, kind of front of mind for me. But part of our DNA in our brand is supporting creative communities. So having um, the ability to uh, accept methods that are might maybe are considered more innovative, um, but obviously valid, would be a, a wonderful opportunity to to grow with our customers. Sienna, you've uh, worked and operate in multiple countries. How does Canada stack up? <laughs> I was hoping slash not hoping you were going to ask me that question. Um, but that's right. I've, I've worked in uh, the UK, Australia, and now the US. Um, it doesn't stack up too well, to be honest. Um, I have noticed those, those transaction fees are enormous. Um, and those time delays are as well. They're they're some of the biggest that I've, I've certainly experienced. Yeah, and that's that's certainly uh, supported by but everything that small and medium sized firms have told us. Our membership has told us uh, for a long, long time is that there are. Uh, some real innovations that are happening elsewhere. We do have some bright spots, though, in Canada, and I would I would point at our our Interact debit system. The the, the that has been uh, a real savings grace for a lot of small firms. They love getting a debit card uh, as a form of transaction. The online version of that has not been great, uh, but Interact e transfer is an innovation that I think a lot of small firms have welcomed because they they know and trust Interact. Uh, and they and therefore they they've been more willing to do that. And I think that that's something that we ha- that that we need to explore. There has been a breakdown in trust uh, among some of the players in the payments industry and the and and the small and medium sized business community. And it's going to take some work to get that back on track. Costs have come down, and that's been a good thing. The code of conduct for the credit and debit card industry has certainly helped. I think uh, move us forward. Um, but as we build out upon upon the infrastructure that Payments Canada is working working on, 
we need to make sure that uh, that all of the other tools that we have to ensure fair practices uh, and 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 ensure real innovation comes with uh, driving down costs um, that those things are considered too. So, Sienna, we've talked about the benefit of a modernized world if uh, if and when we're successful with that. What would happen if, for some reason, the modernization effort didn't proceed? What would that mean for you when you look at your portfolio of of stores across different geographies? How would you view Canada? It would change things quite dramatically. As it stands, uh, Canada has actually ended up being one of our most successful geographies globally. Um, and and that was somewhat of a surprise, to be honest, just solely because of um, the population variances between the UK and the US. But it, we've had a fantastic outcome in Canada. So if we weren't able to operate in Canada as efficiently as we are able to in the US or, or the United Kingdom or any other geographies, um, then I think it would really uh, disincentivize to, to grow here. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if those operational um, decisions had an impact on where we continue to grow and probably reduce that growth in Canada. Well, let's make sure we, uh, we don't see that happen. Absolutely. It's a good reminder that while we look at some of the innovations that need to happen on the domestic front, that uh, making sure that these systems are able to integrate with, uh, with uh, our players around the world uh, is an incredibly important part of this too. And that's not something that, that every small business is concerned with, but it is certainly something that we, you know, if we want Canadian companies to be players internationally, uh, we should be ensuring that our systems can talk to each other, that, that, that money uh, is not just made uh, easier and, and, and faster to, to transmit within the country, but also around the world. And you both know this because, Dan, you work with... 110,000 small business and Sienna, you are building a small business. It's hard. It's hard to do it. It's hard to find customers. It's hard to serve customers. It's hard to find product. It's hard to make the business work. There's a lot of complex things. There's a lot of risk you take personally. Having to fight the payment system shouldn't be one of them. Here, here. You got it. We've just come off a, a, a big year of fighting with government. The last thing we want to have to do is fight with the, the payments industry. Uh, we've been through a decade of that and we're looking, you know, I will say that there has been a lot of change uh, in the last little while. And and to the point that I was talking about before about trust being, uh, having been eroded over the course of the past decade as, as some payments innovations have taken place. uh, I I think we're on a new footing. Uh, There has been a lot of change for the better. Uh, Governments have stepped in and, and provided, I think some rules of the game for the industry more than they have in the past. We've seen the cost of accepting credit cards come down through uh, f- through some voluntary measures, uh, and the innovation that's happening at Payments Canada, uh, I think, give uh, should give small and medium sized firms a lot of reasons for optimism that things are getting better, that they're going to have true competition, uh, and that these systems will be able to better talk to each other, and that uh, as long as we're cautious about cost. Uh, I feel I feel confident that we're we're going to see some really exciting things happen in Canada, and and that should help uh, the 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 Canadian economy too. I can tell you from a Payments Canada perspective, engagement and understanding of the issues by yourself, engagement and understanding of the issues by Sienna and other small businesses is what is going to make this happen and is going to make it work. So that commitment, that engagement, that willingness to understand the complexities, that willingness to push to make the right thing happen is what's going to make it happen. So thank you, Dan, for your sound advice and comments. And thank you, Sienna, for offering a closer look into how small businesses like many others are being impacted by the payments evolution in Canada. 
That's all the time we have for this episode. But join me next time on The PayPod when we delve into the world of payments, modernization, and personal finance. The show is available at payments.ca and join the conversation online using hashtag modernpayments.